You're listening to Wake Up Tucson. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Riot Town. Mm-hmm. 8.07 in the morning, you're on Wake Up Tucson. Uh, soon they'll have a Frank Sinatra trivia night coming up at Tucson Games and Gadgets. Oh, someday, someday. <laughs> if it gets voted for. Imagine dropping you got, that on your geeks. They'll be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. I was like, what sci-fi movie was Frank Sinatra in last? I thought we were doing Wakanda only, buddy. Yeah, Come on, God. bro. Uh, I saw Wakanda Forever just dropped on Disney+. Plus. Did you see it? I, I did see it in the theaters. It was, it was good. I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of over Marvel movies to be honest with you. I mean, it was I like the action. There were some things in it that just were annoying. I, I you know, I don't. So, you don't know, say I, too much. Don't say no. too much. Sorry. Say yeah, I'm 17. And I now know how to do power armor better than Iron Man. <laughs> okay, sure, sure you do. <laughs> Makes total sense. I just got him almost on a geek rant there. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, yeah, don't get me going. Don't get me started. I'll, I'll get started on the new Willow series. Oh my god. Did you watch that? I've watched. I got through five episodes. I had turned off. It's just. I can't believe you did five. It's woke trash. It just. Uh, I loved Willow. It was one of my favorite movies growing up. Um, when when you add uh, Black Hole Sun, the song to one of your episodes at the end, and all your music is rock based, you're losing something because it's in a fantasy genre. Um, and then the relationships between all the characters are just pitiful, and it's just not great supposedly it's gotten better i i don't know i haven't gone back I, it hasn't pulled me back <laughs> I, 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 we can go on on same with star trek discovery just killed me it's just like oh my god that's mark from tucson games and gadgets if you didn't know oh, i'm uh, sorry three great locations park place mall closer now to the uh the, the liquor one. place around one and total wine right across from spencer's okay uh, we're over there. We've got 10,000 square feet in there now, so we are huge. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, he has Tucson Mall. Mm-hmm. We call that the mothership. That's Yeah, or yeah, TGG mothership, I guess we'll say. <laughs> it's got the bar, so. Um, <laughs> That's always will trump the other oh, two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that bar, the Short Rest Tavern, is where we will be on Monday night, 6, 5.30 start. Please join us. And uh, you were just hanging out with Malta Joe last night, and he's going to provide some, some grub to go with the mead, wine, and beer. Yes. And uh, should be perfect. It's gonna be a good time. Now you're you're involved in some other production stuff in the world right now, aren't you? Uh, working on some stuff. I've got uh, I've got my own. You know, we do have a, my own production company. Uh, as far as live entertainment, I still do some some movie stuff on the side as well. But I'm um, doing yeah, I'm doing some stuff over in China right now. Actually, believe it or not, really a big production. We're consulting on uh, a huge, a couple of huge. Like, actually, I'm under an NDA, so but a couple of huge attractions. Uh, that we are consulting on. We've got a it's got a director out of Australia. It's it's building a big, big complex. Uh, basically, uh, ultimately, you'll be experiencing Zen. So it's a super great place that people can go after long weeks in the office and have a vacation and really just disappear into uh, enlightenment. It's pretty cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you were telling me uh, you have because uh, you in being in entertainment and film production, mm-hmm. you have a lot of outside investors of different countries. And some of them you've talked about, hey, you should invest in southern Arizona. Yeah, come to Tucson, buy something, you know, take a look at the businesses here. Um, they do they do tend to, sometimes they look, sometimes they don't, sometimes it's Tucson's not on the map, but sometimes they do. But they do, uh, I think we talked earlier, they run into a little bit of, 
red tape here. There's just not a lot of economic boom here or drive to bring anybody in. So yep. uh, they tend to steer clear, which is really sad for me because I live here. So it'd be a lot, lot would be great. But you said even when they get to a point of interacting with local government, yeah, it's hard getting information. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I've heard all kinds of stories. I, I don't directly deal with those things, but it's like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. You want to bring in some infrastructure? Well, then, yeah, good. You can you can pay for it all. We're not going to help you. It's like, okay. <laughs> if you want to call, this is your last shot. This is the last segment. If you want to get in and win a gift certificate to one of his three great stores, Park Place Mall, Tucson Mall, and Marana Outlet Mall, uh, right now, 790-2040, 790-2040. All right, if we don't, you're just going to hit me with one more thing of, of trivia. All right, no worries. And then we'll uh, let you get on your day. But looks like my, my, Matt, Matt's reeling in another one, as they oh, nice. say. Good. So, um, but uh, why don't you hit me with a couple while we're waiting? Um, okay. Uh, oh, actually, oh, Matt's no. already given me the high sign. We have uh, Rick. Seven nine zero twenty forty. Rick, you're on. A, what's up? Welcome to the show again. Hey, thank you. Good morning. Good morning. All right, we're going to try it again. We're going to do... Uh, we're going to start with geography. Are you ready for this one? Uh, let her rip. Okay, who's buried beneath the altar of St. Peter's Basilica? Rick, you still there? I'm still there. All right, so I want to make sure. It was, it was, it was yeah. silent, very silent. Are you Googling? He's, right. No, he's thinking. He's <laughs> not Googling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so who's buried beneath the altar of Saint Peter's? This feels Basilica. like this feels like a Grant's tomb story. Oh, uh, Saint Peter! Yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> correct. Congratulations! <laughs> think, yeah. Good that, job. That was definitely one of those uh, those uh, freaking the trick of questions, as we yeah, say. It's a yeah. trick of question. <laughs> All right, let's try this one. This is entertainment. This might be a little bit easier. Uh, what role did Jack Lemmon play in the 1955 film Mister Roberts? Um, he played Mr. Roberts. Mm, uh, incorrect. Yeah. Ensign Pulver. That is correct. Oh. No. I tried to go for the... Don't feel bad. That, I know. We did uh, two in a row. No, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go with this one. Who founded the Unification Church? This is under history. Um, let's see. Was it Reverend Moon? That is correct. Woo! The Reverend Sun Mayung Moon. Very nice. Yeah, I, I didn't know that one. All right. Here we go. We're going to do... This is arts and literature. What make of lighter does James Bond light his lady's cigarettes with? Wow. That's a tough one. I'm going to say... Zip. I'm going to say Zippo, but it's probably... No, it is a Ronson. Who knew? Oh, to look right. that. Yeah, come on, everybody knows that. Jeez. <laughs> well, you know, he, he, he actually, so he has a Walther PPK. He's got a Rolex. I, I was sort of interested in that. I should have known that. That's okay. all right. No worries. No worries. Um, all right. So we have two correct, two incorrect, and two questions hmm. left to go. So uh, Ken needs to hit the next two to win this sucker. All right, so this is interesting. This is an older card, so we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to classify this one. Um, of the basic sex, okay, which sex is twice as likely to contract leprosy? Of the basic two, say uh, the man. The male is absolutely correct. All right. men well, love I, to get I, leprosy. I get, yeah, yeah. Was I, I supposed to say? 
non-binary. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, I don't want to confuse it. Sorry. All right, so this is it. This is for all the marbles right here. <laughs> yes, here we go. Do you sell marbles? Uh, no, we. You know what? Marbles are actually hard to get. They absolutely are, and I used to. And then they sit there in the bin for some reason. Marbles are not a hot seller anymore. Wow. You know, I, I am sad. I'm sad, but you know what? It is. All right, nice. let me rephrase that. This is for all the dice. All the. I like it. There it is. Thank okay. you. Um, this is sports and leisure. What did Stan Mott M O T T drive around the world? Uh, let me see. What did Stan Mott drive around the world? Uh, it doesn't sound like very leisurely drive. <laughs> um, I'm going to say uh, a Land Rover. Incorrect. He rode wow. a go kart. All right, go kart. Oh, I, I think we give him a bonus. Yeah, question. So that was let's, let's do a bonus. That's pretty obscured. All right. Um, uh, l- 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 w- pick a category. Yeah, I was gonna say, let's pick a category. Would you like geography, entertainment, history, arts and literature, science and nature, or sports and leisure? I'm gonna go with history. All right, history. Okay. Um, what writer is Copenhagen's Little Mermaid a memorial to? Hans Christian Andersen. That is correct. You win. Go. Holy cow! Pulling that one out. Well, wow, it was a rough. That was kind of a rough one, but yeah, you know, you got. It. I didn't know that. Well, thanks for playing again, and uh, give Mr. Matt name and location, and you can pick up your gift certificate in the next few days. And hopefully, we we'll see you Monday. So, uh, uh, can I tell you quick how I knew it was Hans Christian Andersen? Sure. Yes. So I had a girlfriend. I went to high school here in Tucson. My high school girlfriend had a cousin that married a. A girl that was uh, just to get papers to work in Denmark. So he met a girl over there. He married her, and he was a um, a carpenter. So he lived for a couple of years in Denmark. So she went to visit him, and she sent me a postcard, and she took some pictures next to that Little Mermaid statue. And that's how I knew that. Wow! Look wow! At that. well, that's a very nice story. Thank you, Rick. Awesome. Appreciate it, sir. Okay. Hey, thank you. Thank have you. A, congratulations. A... All right, you can see this man live. In person, Mr. Mark at yes. Tucson Games and Gadgets Short Rest Tavern and is on Tucson Mall. Yes. And remember, park on the north side between Dillard's and the, and the closed Sears. Walk in through the gla- big glass doors and you'll see a big yellow uh, big yellow sign straight ahead. Follow it. Yeah, I'll be doing a five-second comedy set on uh, Monday. Wow. Five seconds. That's all you're going to get. That's perfect. Pure comedy. Love it. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell me about, um, again, we have 50 to 60 different beers. We had a little less than about 40 craft beers, okay. uh, different variations. Um, and one thing you remember on Monday, uh, and actually any day you visit the bar, if you dress up in a costume, you will get discounts on your drinks. Wow. So if you come in costume, please do. Um, that can be any costume ultimately, but medieval costume kind of fits the motif, so it's kind of up to you. All right. Um, and not just throwing a vest on. 
costume. <laughs> we've had somebody come in like a, a pair of horns and be like, I'm in costume. We're like, no, that doesn't count. So. All right. Well, Mark will determine whether or not you qualify for the yes. costume yes. drink discount. Yes, what exactly. kind of drink? What, what kind of drink discount do you get? Roughly? Uh, sometimes dollar off, two dollar off. You know, we've done half price drafts before. It depends on uh, what the what the occasion is. But awesome. Yes. All right. Well, I can't wait to see you and Malta Joe and the crew uh, uh, for our happy hour five thirty on oh, yeah, Monday. It's be great. Looking forward to it. Happy Groundhog Day. Oh yes, you too, sir. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I, I actually, it's funny. I, I actually run from my shadow all the time because that usually means I'm out in the sun. So I'm getting the heck out of the sun. But hey, that's just me. Well, you got you like get some ginger tendencies. A little, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually because I'm in the lights all day long. What can I say? All right, my friend. Thanks for Thank a nice you. time as always. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for all the, the contestants today, too. We we appreciate you guys playing in good spirits. So. Yeah, we'll see you all on Monday. It's going to be great. Good right. times. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. All right. We'll see you at Tucson Games and Gadgets on Monday, 530. All right. Thanks. Take care. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of tabs. A lot of tabs. Uh, my boy, Trevor Rabin. You're on Wake Up Tucson, 1030 Voice, local news and talk. Um, so... It's been one of the most amazing things of kind of the culture wars of America, and I don't, I, 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 I'm, I'm still trying to understand why um, our brothers and sisters that lean left think that somehow overexposing America and especially little kids to fat bearded drag queens is somehow some sort of mind-opening understanding experience. I don't, I don't get it. And then the more body and weird these people act, somehow that's like funny, right? When you watch some of the videos of what these human beings say in front of little kids, if I said it, I'd be arrested or at least thrown off the air. They say it, and these people go, and their parents are sitting there going, Wow, that's so campy. Woo. I don't get it. I mean, there, there's lots of things in this world I don't get when it comes to human nature. But this one, right? Like, remember, we had the Tucson Children's Museum, which is subsidized by Oral Valley up on the northwest side of town with taxpayer dollars, doing uh, having the drag queen read to your kids. What are we doing here? Why is that? Why is so for me? I feel like the left, the friends on the left think it's cool because it's just for pure shock value. Like it's okay to sacrifice your kids on the altar of the shock, right? But just the idea that you would say, you know, honey, I think Janie will learn to like reading better if a 300 pound guy with a big beard dressed in a tutu is reading to her. I just don't get it. I don't get it. So I did like this. Uh, Duran Duran Jen put this up yesterday. Can we please replace drag queen story hour with senior citizen story hour? Bring in great grandmas and grandpas from senior living homes to read to the kids. Right? Where are we on that? I and mean, what's going on in the, in the librarian world that we haven't thought of that one? Right? The people who are running the Pima County Library are like, you know, screw all those old people with all that great wisdom and knowledge rotting in the home. Let's get the 300-pound guy wearing a miniskirt with his big beard hanging over his belly reading to the moon and back. 
What the hell are we doing? What the hell are we doing? Seems seems <laughs> we're trying to force something here. Right? Yep. Of all the things to force, we're forcing 300-pound guys with mini skirts with giant beards pretending to be a woman reading a book. What, what, what are we doing here? What do we got here? I'm real careful with what I say about this because, I mean, you look back. Some like it hot. Greatest comedy ever, right? Monty yeah, Python. After, how many after Hot Fuzz? How many of the how many of the bits did they, I still need to see that? How, <laughs> how many of the bits on Monty Python? Right, where they dressed as women. Sure. I get it. I get it. It's funny, but somehow it seems like forcing you have a you have a captive audience with kids in school, and you're doing something kind of kind of outside of the parents, right? Yep. And I, that's where that's where it gets a little uh, fuzzy to me. Yeah, I just don't understand why that's the thing. That's the one we're doing. And I'm just kind of like, hmm. When we come back, one of our listeners who drives up to Phoenix, Rob, sent me this great email about uh, literacy and failure of local school districts. And uh, it's really a really thoughtful letter. He points out a school district in Louisiana that has... uh, some of those factors that would affect the kids' education who got their district up to 65% reading. So I, I want to read this letter. It's really, really nice. This is, this is, this is wakeyism at its best. Wake up, Tucson, 1030 Voice, local news and talk. All right, 834 in the morning. You know what I forgot to put on the playlist today that I would like you to play is uh, Pennsylvania Polka, Frankie Yankovic, because a very key song in the movie, so I blew that, so... Wake up, Tucson, 1030 of the Voice, local news and talk. The only show on the planet that you will hear Trevor Rabin, Rush, and Frankie Yankovic. I'm just telling you. It's the only way it's happening. Um, so I just did this little mild diatribe. I want to say rant. It was more of a diatribe about, you know, this idea of um, let's replace these drag queens with, you know, grandma, great grandmas and grandpas living in these senior homes who would probably love to get out. And, oh, and also if we need to help, again, we need to help kids with literacy with one-on-one. Why don't we have these great, all these seniors are out there who could help them do that. Right. Um, uh, Jen, who originally posted that said, thanks for bringing up the topic, those movies and you know, even Monty Python, right, with them dressing up as women, right? And my favorite, of course, is the one where it's the gang of old women who uh, terrorize the streets of London. Hell's Grannies. Hell's Grannies. Mm-hmm. You bet. <laughs> that is good. I wonder if we could even play that on the air. We have to figure that out. I got. I'll, I'll, I'll go through it. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> Uh, Lawrence, if I were to, if I was going to have something like drag queens with his archery kids, they would, he goes, I would be brought up on safe sport charges. <laughs> it's called, it's called grooming in the name of diversity. So slaving groundhog saw its shadow and predicted six more weeks of Biden. I wish, I wish <laughs> we could always replace him with Kamala. <laughs> Listener Rob, and we got to meet Rob. He used to be he used to be part of Betsy's business group there, that uh, BAT, uh, where we had our. I got to really get to know him when I did. He was, the, I think, he was the president of the organization. I think when we did our uh, our Batapalooza at Poco and Moms, where literally I interviewed three business owners every segment, and Betsy was just moving them in and out like. I, 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 as she was doing it, I was like, I had I had a rawhide by Frankie Lane in the in the back while she was moving him in and out. So this is Rob Martin, um, guys. I'm on my weekly drive to Phoenix. 
It's the only city where you can make money in this state. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I listened to your discussion on the failure of local school districts to produce students who are reading at reading proficiently at age level. This conversation resonates really resonated for two reasons. This is a fundamental problem for Tucson's future and others. Uh, and yet, too, all too often, nobody does anything about it. We just lay it off on the schools and yet continue to get the same results. If we don't find a way to fix this, we have no reasonable expectation for a viable future as a healthy and prosperous community, period. That's very true. And again, when we hire, when we, when we, when we, who, all these people who run for office, right? These people who are sitting on the... When was the last time you heard any of these people talk, man, we really got to get reading levels up. These people who run for the board of these school boards? Very rarely. They, the, for some reason, literacy is not high on their... It's not high on their, uh, ball, on their uh, priority list when it comes to public schools. Um, he said, right after the conversation, I lost your radio, sig- radio signal. We're, you know, we can't get all the way up there. So I switched to the podcast, to a podcast that he listens to that discusses the issues of transitioning from a life of professional work into a life of retirement. One of the main topics was finding another cause where you can develop and maintain your sense of identity after your career. I'm near retirement age now, so everything is on the table, right? And that's a lot of people, right? Who, you know, that next stage of the life, I hate saying the word retirement after the while the, too. To me, there's like, you know, to me, I, I feel like in my world, I'll do what I'm doing and then I'll do something else. And then maybe I'm going to be pretty old. If, when I quote retire, I'm going to be amazingly can't do crap at that point. I can't, I can't imagine myself just saying at 65, yeah, I'm going to go play pickleball for the next screw golf. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to go play pickleball and, you know, space some cats with Steve Farley over at the Humane Society. You know what I mean? Which would be fun. Matt and I are still going to do that. Uh, we're going to trap some cats with Farley one day. So he says, do you know how I can find out if these districts have any existing programs in place for volunteers to come and assist with reading development for pre-K through third grade students? Great question. So Hive Mind listener Rob wants to know, is there any organized programs that a adult can come in and at a school and go work with the kids on their reading? And, you know, they're going to put you, this is the irony. They're going to put you through a screening and a background. If you want to do that, say, hey, we got a group of, we got a group of retirees that want to come and, and, and help be teacher's assistants with reading. They say, oh, we got to put you through a screening process. You know, are the people, are these drag queen story hours, are they going through a similar screening process That's where true. you'd have volunteer groups coming into schools? <laughs> Are they? That's I don't a great, know. That's a great or, or at libraries. Are we putting the drag queens through background checks at least? That's all I'd that's like. They do to everybody else. That's all I'm saying. I can see TUSD checking out the applicant's uh, Facebook page to see if there's nothing to, you know, not so. Um, let's see. Let's see. 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 Uh, <laughs> COVID shut them. Oh, I'll get to that in a second. All right. So now. Um, See the link below. It's a pretty amazing story of a school in a community, Baton Rouge, where the student that's in Louisiana to USD grads, uh, where it means red stick, um, where the uh, school student population is far predominantly minority based as well with high, coupled with high poverty rates. 
Through the efforts of a volunteer-based organiza- uh, or program, the kids across the school district have achieved reading levels of over 65%. So it's the East Baton Rouge School District, and overall they're doing 65% uh, of the kids are reading at level. Remember, I just, asked for 50, I just asked for 50 yesterday. Okay. And the one thing I loved, listen to this. So uh, the TUSD mission statement, the mission of TUSD is to partner with parents and the greater community, especially those with big guys that wear dresses, uh, to assure that each pre-K through 12th grade student receives an engaging, rigorous, and comprehensive education. That's their mission statement. I'll give it a meh, meh, and 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 they're not even good at fulfilling that, meh, right? Close to my Sammy Davis, right there. Yeah. Uh, here's the East Baton Rouge Parish School System uh, mission statement. The East Baton Rouge Parish School System will be the corners. Listen to this. This is important. Because I would like this for possibly every school district in Tucson. Let's just have one, okay? The East Baton Rouge school system will be the cornerstone of the community as a premier educational institution by inspiring, cultivating, and producing a modern workforce prepared to create a robust and thriving economy. That is the East Baton Rouge vision statement. Sounds good to me. Actually, TUSDs wasn't as bad as I thought. I figured it'd be, you know, we don't care if you're educated as long as you're diverse or something like that. And we're supporting each other. So anyway, I love that Rob sent this letter, this email to us. And like I said, anyone out there that can help us uh, connect Rob and I'll put it. And I'm in the middle of an email with Gabe Trujillo. We'll have Gabe come in. We'll have a discussion on this. But uh, let's go to the phone. 790-2040 is a number. A a, a, a name from the past, Doug Martin. What's up, buddy? Well, and, and hopefully not in the same, uh, you know, sentence with retirement, because, you know, what you're talking about retirement isn't what people think it is. You know, it's not something we should want to do. But Amen. to answer your question, there's a couple of things. You know, I'm on the Cradle to Career Council, and we look at high school graduation rates. And if kids don't know how to read by the time they're in third grade, their chances of graduating goes goes way, way, way down. So it's extremely important to learn how to read. And there's a couple of organizations that Rob may want to look at. One is Read and See. I don't know if you've heard of them, but I have. I, I feel like do. I feel like Read and See's got some uh, rotary number in the past, or money in the past. Is that true? Yeah. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. And that's part of what they do is go out and you know you know actually volunteer in the classrooms, teach kids how to read. And there's a there's another one called Make Way for Books. I'm not sure if they do that part of it, but they're big on the idea of, of kids uh, learning to read. So there are organizations out there, and it's so important that kids learn to read because if they don't, they're they're probably not going to graduate. Like I said, I, I think the re, I, and I, I think we've I think we have talked to the folks from Literacy Connect because of their connection with the Tucson Rotary and some of the work that they they do. I just feel like something like Literacy Connect should be the most one of the most important and well-known nonprofits in town and most most of our Tucson has no idea they exist. Well, I think you're right. 
you know, creating awareness to the things that really matter is what I think you're talking about. We get they get focused on things that are side issues and really things that shouldn't even be a part of education, like, you know, having having a drag queen or whatever, you know, reading to our kids. We need to focus on getting kids to read. And then the next thing is mathematics, because those two things, if those kids don't learn it by third grade, they're they're probably not going to graduate. They're going to end up in poverty or in prison. So that's that's where it starts. We need to raise some money for Literacy Connect to hire Good News Communications to do their PR. Is what I think. So we ought to bring them on the air and find out because I I haven't again like you said they're not well known. People don't really hear much about them. I know the uh, the woman in that that is the director of it is in Cradle to Career, but she's never really even talked about exactly the specifics of what they do but i'm pretty sure it's about getting volunteers going to the classroom and reading to kids and teaching them to read well that's what i believe the purpose is the board chair is a lady amber who runs the pima county library believe it or not and then uh amber matthewson and then sharon o'brien is now the it says her she's the interim uh executive director so we'll reach out to them and uh, if you have any contacts over there for any of this literary stuff send them my way and we'll start getting them on the air okay doug i will thanks chris all right have, have, a, great have a great day we're having a little bit of technical difficulty christina hold on i think i kicked something under underneath my table so anyway we'll be right back at wake up tucson 790-2040 we're talking about literacy and reading from this great email from our friend rob so matt my bigfoot hit something so we'll figure it out wake up tucson 10 30 voice local news and talk i know i know i blew the show but you got to play pennsylvania polka we went out with it. you just didn't hear it but oh we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, i'll close the show out with it again though That's so cool. what happened was there's a little power button on a power strip that i kick with my foot and shut off my side of everything power wise so we're back. Thanks for holding on. 790-2040. Is Christina still there? Awesome. Christina, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. So yep. um, I'll make this quick. Um, when I worked at Vail School before COVID as a reading support person, um, we I helped the kids that were just above qualifying for, you know, quote, special ed, right, that they needed help in reading. But we brought in volunteers to work with the kids who were just a little bit above the kids I worked with. And um, I interacted with those volunteers a lot. One in particular was an older lady who was a retired teacher who came to us from TUSD. Okay. She tried to volunteer there to help with reading. And um, I can't, it's been a couple of years, so I don't remember the specifics, you know, was it she didn't like the program, what it was. But I know she came to us from TUSC because she was frustrated with their volunteer reading program. And this is before COVID? Yeah, it was. Um, once COVID hit and I was like, you want me to teach struggling readers who are wearing a mask and I'm wearing a mask? You want me to teach them to read? No, I'm out. Right. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. Well, thank you for doing so, what you're um, doing. and Yeah, um, I really enjoyed it. So we went back to homeschooling. Wow. I, I pulled my kids out, too. So, yeah, yeah. But um, I'll tell you what, Vail does. One of the reasons that they have good reading scores is they target those kids 
who don't quite qualify, right, for that, you know, quote, special ed, but they don't let them slip through the cracks. And they really, really target them to bring those kids up and it brings everybody else up too. Awesome. Great phone call. Thanks for doing what you do out there, Christina. I appreciate it. You betcha. Thanks, All right. Babe. Love you guys too. Have a All good right. day. Take care, bye. Um, uh, Lawrence, COVID shut them down. These talking about the people that would help these kids read. Uh, but not sure if anyone's bringing any outside people in right now because of all the COVID Frady cats inside TUSD administration. So we'll see. Uh, Mona Gibson, Amphi School District gives uh, Literacy Connects the single source vendor for volunteer reading. Uh, Matt Kopeck's on the board. He recused himself from the vote. Just FYI, Literacy Connects also supported the Save Our Schools Against Empowerment Scholarships. So if that's true, if Literacy Connects is getting into the politics of ESAs, that's just a bad place to start. At that point, now you're now you're turning into a lefty union organization, and you're not really there for the kids. Yikes! So what? I, what I gotta we gotta start another. I gotta, I gotta start another literacy place that's not Literacy Connects. If they're getting into politics, well, I guess I'll have to get uh, the new interim director in and go. Are we going to still plan on doing this? Because it's a bad idea. Bad idea, genes, as Matt and I would say. So, um, what else do we got here today? Oh, we already made fun of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, TUSD, uh, of, I, I, I mean, look at this. Uh, a 2018 audit, this is by uh, Shelly Jackson over at KVOA, found that uh, the school district uh, lacked adequate computer controls, which increased the risk of unauthorized access to computer systems. So TUSC is in the middle of a huge ransomware hack right now. Okay, They had weak password requirements, such as school, password, and Ad- money. Adelita was one of the passwords. Um However, the district did not require that network and accounting system met. <laughs> this is so TUSD. Think about this. So they said co- guidelines to their employees were passwords should be, you know, you've heard it all, right? Eight characters in length, combination of lower and uppercase alphabetical characters, numbers, and symbols, if permitted in the system, and changed periodically. However, the district did not require the network or accounting system pat words to meet those requirements. <laughs> You think of that, the classic, you know, government employee. Well, you didn't tell me I needed to change the password for the network and accounting system uh, for the last eight years. Best practices. I've been using the password uh, TUSD. Oh, okay. Thanks. What is this? The Pima County um, uh, voting machines? The uh, the little uh, iPads? Remember, remember, it was vote one two three was the password. I think the guy in Hawaii that had the emergency, uh, the emergency alert system, and he had a picture of himself with the with his password on a yellow post that stuck to his computer monitor, and the clearly visible in the background of the picture. <laughs> uh, what else do we got here? According to the audit. They had inadequate procedures for removing access for network and critical systems with dozens of humor. Ah, 
This is so good. Dozens of user accounts still linked to a bunch of former employees. You need to have the, uh, it would be interesting to have the computer doctor on to talk about <laughs> best practices <laughs> and w where the article you're reading may have gone af afoul of them, astray. Uh, at least 10 user accounts were linked to terminated employees who still had the ability to access the districts <laughs> using a VPN. There was no IT. Also, they lacked an IT contingency plan, even though it maintained critical student and accounting data on its network and systems. I know you're going to be in shock. Uh, TUSD did not respond to our request for interview. <laughs> and my last one, we've talked about over and over again. Uh, Ron Arenas just reported the flipped car on 22nd and Kolb yesterday. We keep flipping cars, but this is Faith Abercrombie. Uh, so Pima County got a one and a half million dollar, uh, grant that's supposedly going to help them develop a plan of action to reduce, uh, the fatality rate of, of what's going on in car crashes. Matt, I'm going to put you right on the mark again, baby. How many times more, uh, is higher is the County of Pima's fatality rate than the national average? Three. Eleven. Wow. <laughs> wow. What's a match? Well, why why would why would traffic fatalities be any different than the jail? <laughs> the oh. jail look the jail's looking pretty safe compared to this almost, okay? Um so just to let you know, I mean this this is this is this is what should be one of the biggest stories in local news. The fatality rate of driving around Pima County is 11 times that the national average. Now, if you've been listening to this show and interacting on some of the stuff we post on Wastebook, 11 times seems right about right, sad to say. So, again, when Chris Magnus and Regina Romero get you down to five motor cops for the, the city that has 530,000 people in the middle of it, uh, big problem. So tomorrow is going to be amazingly fun. Uh, Mark's wife, Sean's going to be here. She's a TikTok uh, Asian cook expert that has zillions of followers. She bringing food? She's bringing food. All right. We got that. And then we got the kids from the U of A racing tro program is going to help you uh, make money at Rito on this Saturday. Be a lot of fun. So using their education for, for real good. Screw saving the world. Let's make some bucks at the track.